At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Happy, terrific Tuesday here on the Detroit CityCast, presented by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Big show today. Really looking forward to talking to one of my favorite guys, Tiger Legend, World Series champ, Peaches. Dan Petrie will join us in just a bit, talking about the early start of the Tigers season and what to look forward to this year. Uh, Dan, a busy man on his own right, because A, he's got his duties with the with Bally Sports and the Tigers. He's got a son that's in the NHL. He's got another son that coaches Orchard Lake St. Mary's, so he's got, I know, a doubleheader to get to later today. But, of course, uh, so grateful to make time uh, for us here on the CityCast. And can't wait to talk to Dan, truly one of the nicest guys in the business. We'll get to that in just a bit, but let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by Bet Rivers and a lot of action going on, of course, starting with the Tigers. Early start today for them uh, after the nice win, 3-1. to And Matt Manning's good start yesterday against the Red Sox. Today, the Red Sox are a minus-125 favorite right now at Bet Rivers as they will try to get back on even footing in this series. They'll send Rich Hill to the mound. The Tigers will send Tyler Alexander to the mound. Tigers plus 107 uh, at Bet Rivers as well. The run line for the Red Sox, minus 1.5, plus 123 for Boston, plus 1.5, minus 152 for the Tigers in the total, 9 over minus 105, under minus 114. And later tonight, the, the Senators and Red Wings renew their, I don't know if we want to call it a rivalry, but they sure played a lot recently. Uh, Senators last time out last week, 5-2 winners over Detroit. 
I think tonight goes a little differently. The Wings are playing a little better hockey. Right now, Bet Rivers, the Wings minus 129, plus 110 on the comeback for the Senators. Puck line, Detroit's a value here. This is where I'm on today. Minus 1.5, plus 185 right now. And the Senators, plus 1.5, minus 225. The total, 6.5, over minus 105, under minus 115. So I got to play on the Wings money or puck line, minus the 1.5. It's going to be a half unit play for me. Uh, but I like the value of the plus 185. I think the Wings win this game, which I believe they will. And I'll be out there with my dad, the Doc, at Little Caesars Arena's first Wings game at Little Caesars Arena. He went to many games, of course, to Joe Lewis Arena in Olympia, but first in LCA. I think they're going to win this game, you know, 4-1, to 5-2, to two, similar to what the Senators did last time out. Uh, so that's where I'm at with the Red Wings today. Now, of course, we've got... The NBA play-in tournament starting tonight. And I know that maybe some of you, I know that most of you that follow the NBA understand how this works, but I figured if, for the maybe the, the novice NBA fan or the NBA fan that's going to just get kind of interested in the playoffs, if you weren't aware of how the play-in tournament works, I will explain it to you. So tonight you've got the two seven seeds and eight seeds playing each other for the right to be the seven seed in the uh, you know Eastern and Western Conference playoffs. So Cavs, Nets, Clippers, Timberwolves, they're playing for the right to be the seven seed. They win tonight, they're in. Now the loser tonight will play the winner of the 9-10 matchup, which is Charlotte and Atlanta and the Spurs and the Pelicans coming up tomorrow. And then they will play for the right to be the eight seed. So, it, you know, it, I know that it's not like crazy confusing, but it is, it's something that obviously was added last year and I think it's going to be here to stay and could be something the Pistons are able to make next season uh, with their young team with Cade Cunningham and hopefully getting a, a player like Jabari Smith or Chet Holmgren, whomever it ends up being in the top, hopefully three, of the NBA draft. But tonight we got Cavs at Nets. This line up a point from yesterday. I'll get to the splits on these games in a second. Nets minus 9.5 right now, minus 110 at Bet Rivers. Cavs plus 9.5. Minus 110 as well. Money line Brooklyn minus 455. Cavs plus 350 on the comeback. The total 227. Over minus 112 and under minus 109. And I lean on the Cavaliers yesterday. Uh, and now they're getting an extra point. I know the Nets obviously are the, the better team and playing better basketball right now. But I, I like the 9.5 with Cleveland to cover. I don't think they're going to win this game. And looking at the splits right now, early on, 97% of the money was on the Nets money line, just 2% on the Cavs. But 59% of the money on the Cavaliers, uh, or excuse me, 88% of the money on the Brooklyn Nets uh, spread, 11% on the Cavs. So very big disparity there. That's why the line's going where it's going. And I a lot of times you want to fade that action. And that's why I like the Cavs plus the 9.5 now. Uh, the total, you got 59% of the money on the over and 49 or 40% of the money on the under right now. Uh, in the Cavaliers-Nets game. Uh, that's a 7 o'clock start tonight. Then you have a 9.30 start with the Clippers and the T-Wolves. This line is up a half point from yesterday. It was Minnesota minus 3 now. It's minus 3.5, minus 110 at Bet Rivers. Clippers plus 3.5, minus 110. Uh, money line T-Wolves minus 162. The Clippers plus 133. And the total, 230.5 over minus 110, under minus 110 as well. And the splits on this game... Uh, you've got 28% of the money on the Minnesota money line. You have 71% of the money on the Clippers money line. You have 19% right now of the money on the Timberwolves minus three, three and a half. 80% on the clip joint plus three or three and a half. 
28% on the over and 71% on the under. That's why we've seen the under kind of go down a, a point and a half, two points over the last couple of days. Now it's settling at 230 and a half right now at Bet Rivers. The game's on Wednesday. Hawks up a half point in this one. They were minus four and a half yesterday. Now it's up to five. Minus 107 at Bet Rivers. Hornets plus five, minus 114. I mean, I think that the, these playing games, they're going to be close. It's kind of, you know, for one team, it's they lose. And it's, it's you know, they're, they're, they still have a chance to be in the playoffs in the 7-8 game. But if the Hornets or Hawks lose, they're out. So this is one of those things where I think a lot of these games are going to be very, very close. And catching five with a team like the Hornets, that's my lean right now. Uh, Money line, Hawks minus 190. Uh, Hornets plus 160 on the comeback in the total. 236 over minus 110 under minus 110 here's your splits on this game so far you've got 96 percent of the money on the hawks money line just three percent on the hornets money line 45 percent of the money on the over 54 percent of the money on the under it's a very obviously high total uh, and 10 percent of the money on the hawks spread 89 percent of the money on the hornets spread and then the nightcap on wednesday is going to be the spurs and the pelicans Pelicans minus five, minus 112 right now, Bet Rivers. The Spurs plus five, minus 109. Money line, New Orleans, minus 195. Spurs plus 160. And the total, 228.5 over minus 110. Under minus 110. Here's the splits on that game right now. This is the biggest disparity of all. 98% of the money is on the Pelicans' money line. Just 1.7% is on the Spurs. 85% of the money on the over, 14% of the money on the under, and then 64% of the money is on the Pelican spread, 60 or 35% on the Spurs thread. With those two games, as I mentioned, I'm leading with both the Hornets uh, getting five and the Spurs plus five. But I, I still want to do a little more research into the Spurs-Pelican game. So I'm not going to... Might, I might lay the points with the Pelicans in the end, but I'm definitely leading with the Hornets plus the five right now for the Wednesday game. I'm going to keep watching the splits, making sure there's no injury issues. Uh, and then as far as the Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves are concerned, that is a toss-up game. I'm staying away. I think Minnesota's going to win. Being home will be a big deal for them. But I'm going to stay away from that game. That line is right where it should be, a three and a half uh, for the Timberwolves in that one. All right, that's going to do it for our trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by Bet Rivers. And coming up, my man Dan Petrie talking Detroit Tigers 2022 and what to expect and what could happen, dare I say, playoffs when it comes to the Tigers this season. It's Dan Petrie right ahead, right here on the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. Well, here he is, Detroit Tigers legend, World Series champion, of course, an analyst for Bally Sports Detroit. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Peaches, Dan Petrie, is here on the show. Dan, it's a true honor as always to talk with you. Well, Dan, it's awfully nice of you to say that. And nice introduction. I don't know about all those nice words you used and everything, but hey, it's uh, my favorite subject to talk about is baseball, and uh, we're just getting going here. So uh, yeah, let's see what uh, these Tigers are going to uh, produce for us this year. Yeah, let, let's talk about it, Dan. I mean, we know the last few years, I mean, obviously Gardenhire did his best to get this team in a position where hopefully A.J. Kinch can take them back to where they were with Jim Leland at the end of the 
Brad Ausmus era for contention. What are your impressions so far? We've never seen his four games in the season, but a cra- I was at opening day, a crazy ending on opening day, a nice win yesterday against the Red Sox. And in between, not the nicest games, but, you know, early season, weather's not great. What are your impressions so far? Well, I think this was really a long time in building. You know, uh, Alavila and Chris Illich had a plan, and it was develop the farm system and then, you know, bring up a, a bunch of the young kids, the young prospects, have them develop, and then start adding pieces from the outside, which they have done in free agency and with a couple of real nice trades. You know, so this is exactly what the plan was when they started it back in, say, 2015. So now it's just a matter of, okay, how big of a step are Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal going to make? You know, I mean, they, they've had a little bit more experience than Matt Manning, so you figure they're going to take the, the next big jump. And then lo and behold, the first weekend of the season, you got Matt Manning going out and throwing just a gem last night. So right. that remains the key right there is I think those three young pitchers, if they can continue to improve out, out and with the pieces that they've added, you know, and Javi Baez, Baez, Tucker Barnhart, and especially Austin Meadows, a uh, couple of bullpen pieces, you know, you got to figure that this team with the way A.J. Hinch gets the best out of his, uh, his roster, this team should be very fun to watch. And, and coming from a guy that knows a thing or two about pitching, I wanted to ask you about Mize. And it's not, I mean, Mize is still incredibly young. I, of course, this isn't like a make or break year, but this is like a big year for Casey Mize being an overall, you know, top level draft pick. He's 24 years old. He'll be 25 on May 1st. He, he had, you know, he had a solid year last year. What have you seen from obviously what you know about pitching at a high level from Casey Mize and what fans could see from him this year? And that's the thing. It just takes a little while to develop. And I know some of the comparisons probably are not fair. You know, uh, when, when you look at it and say, well, gosh, you know, he, he should be Justin Berlander or Max Scherzer. And, you know, <laughs> let's just let him be Casey Mize and, and see where that takes him. I still think he's going to be very good. One of the uh, interesting things that came about from last year, uh, making every one of his starts, leading the, the staff with 150 innings. And, and, and I don't remember who it was, if it was uh, someone in the media or if it was AJ, you know, said, hey, you know, you had a, you had a pretty good year. And, uh, you know, he said, well, I didn't sign up to be pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm here to be great. And he's, he has high expectations. He, he just expects perfection out of himself, almost to a fault. You know, he's got to make sure that he doesn't get down on himself and just lets it kind of develop. And, you know, he's worked on a few things in spring training and let's just see if it wonderful, they, wonderful spring training. Let's just see if those develop over the course of the season and help him improve over last year. Yeah. The sky is definitely the limit for a guy like Casey. I think you made a great point there. Whomever said that, you know, he's definitely a guy that came to Detroit, not to just be, you know, average to be very, very solid. Right. And that's, and be a top level guy an all-star type pitcher. Uh, another guy you mentioned, you know, the, the really solid start yesterday, Matt Manning, I know he's kind of looked at as, as the fifth, fourth or fifth starter right now, but another young kid, what have you seen from Manning in the last, maybe obviously through spring training this year, but the last couple of years where maybe Matt Manning could take that next step and be a top level starter as well. Well, Ever since they drafted him, I, I've had my eyes on him only because his career path was almost exactly like mine, where, you know, he was he was 18 years old. 
it was more of a projection. Okay. I mean, he was a more of a basketball player. Let's see what he's going to be. And so they, they, they put him at every rung of the developmental ladder um, just, you know, in, in no rush and letting him just kind of, you know, learn how to be a professional and, and, and taking his time to get up to the major leagues. And now it's just a matter of him believing in himself. I mean, he's had success in the minor leagues and, you know, now it just has to translate up to here and against a Boston Red Sox lineup that is very, very good. That's the middle of this baseball. Yeah. And he came out and, and, and firing fastball after fastball, you know, and, and, and last year it got knocked around this time around. He's got two of them, a four seam, and he worked on the sinker last year. So it's not just, you know, a four seam fastball here that guys are teeing off of. Now it's a couple different ones. And there was no need for him really to throw a lot of secondary pitches, which, you know, he's got, he's got a dynamite curveball. He, he worked on a slider last year. That's probably still, you know, in, in, in the developmental stage, but he's getting more confidence with it. But that's the thing is saying, wait a minute, you know, he's got a good fastball. I'm, they're not hitting it. Why should I change? And he didn't. If somebody starts to tee off on his fastball a little bit, he can go to those secondary pitches. So, and, and, and why not have a little chip on your shoulder to say, right. well, everybody's talking about Mize and Scooble. Don't forget about me. Cause I'm pretty good too. He definitely is. And speaking of uh, a chip on the shoulder, I mean, I don't know if you, it's in, in the same way, but you brought up Javi Baez, obviously the two-run home run yesterday, what he did on opening day. See, I'll tell you this, my nephew, Oren, the always, uh, Dan, he was a huge Javi Baez guy when he was with the Cubs. Just he loved Javi Baez. Now he's on the Tigers. And this is a guy, uh, along with some of these other players, you mentioned, you know, the, the kind of last-minute trade for Austin Meadows, which really bolsters the lineup. But having a guy like Javi Baez that can bang the ball out of the park, that can give you big, you know, uh, runs and, and, and batted in runs in big situations. This is, aren't these the kind of guys the Tigers need to really start winning games that can lead them to possibly being, dare I say it, a playoff type team sooner than later? Yeah, no, you're, you're right. And that's really a great point because, you know, I look back and, and Javi Baez is a lot of fun to watch and it's only been four games. I mean, he takes one healthy cut when he's oh, up yeah. there. There's, there is nothing, you know, he's not trying to sh choke up and, you know, poke that thing in the right field. I mean, he's <laughs> swinging from his heels and it's fun to watch. And then, you know, just his defensive prowess, you know, diving all over and making plays. I mean, it's a lot of fun to watch, but I, I go back and I'm sitting there thinking, boy, you know, remember the days of when you had a young Miguel Cabrera. Now yeah. there's nothing wrong with Miggy right now. I mean, he can still produce and, and, and uh, RBI machine and all that, but you know, you had a young Miggy and say Maglio or Donez, you know, people like that, you know, and, and it's in uh, Victor Martinez. So, you know, you look at those teams that were going to the World Series and you say, man, there was some superstar power in there. You know, so Javi Baez is just one of those pieces, you know, that uh, that hopefully will strengthen the lineup to get to one of those ones that, you know, hey, one through nine, you don't have an easy out in there. Yeah, I was sitting behind home plate uh, on an opening day, and some of those, like you mentioned, some of those cuts that guy takes. Yeah, he's not he's not swinging for a blue a Texas leaguer. He's swinging yeah. for the ball to go over the fence, out of the ballpark, not not the actual ballpark, like I, over the roof, back at Old Tiger Stadium. Exactly. You know, and 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 I spent about six days down in spring training, which uh, it was just so beneficial, and got to watch him take batting practice now. 
you know, everybody talks about Miguel Cabrera when he steps in that that cage. Everything he does is up the middle, the other way, up the middle, other way. He never tries to pull the ball. It's all about just, you know, staying back and, and hitting the ball the other way. And as soon as Javi Baez got in there, I mean, it was like he just coils up like a spring and then that spring just unleashes and he's just mashing, trying to pull everything. Now, obviously he's not, you know, the game winning uh, hit that he got on opening day was off the wall in right field, but it, it, it's not the same approach as, as a lot of the guys that you see uh, in the Tigers lineup, trying to work on something up the middle, the other way he's, like you said, he's trying to hit it out of the entire ballpark. Out of the, literally the ballpark. You know, speaking right. of, you mentioned spring training and, and, and the feeling around this team. And, you know, as I mentioned, you know, after the Leland Osmus era, that, that, that basically decade of contention, Gardner comes in and obviously was sad to see him have to, you know, retire, but he did the, the best job he could with the talent he had. And now you got Agent Hinch, a guy that won a World Series. Atmosphere around the team to you, what have you seen? Because it just seems like there's something special that could be brewing that they know they've got some good young talent. They know they got Miguel Cabrera and Austin Meadows and guys like that. But are, what's the feeling around the team and you? Any difference in the last couple of years? Yeah, and, and again, I I think it just goes back to, to A.J. Hinch and the culture that he instilled last year. You know, it was no longer, hey, you're in the big leagues and, you know, just passing out, you know, roster spots I mean you had to earn a roster spot and and guys were sent down that wait a minute I think it shocked them and so everybody started wait a minute if I don't pull my weight you know I, I I'm, I'm going to be out of here and so all of a sudden they started playing a lot better and they they finished with 77 wins four under four more wins and they finished 500 I don't think anybody expected them to win 77 games. No. So now all of a sudden you're saying, well, wait a minute, look at what we did last year. Okay. With that roster, that in many, many aspects, and we talked about that, that the pictures right. are only going to continue to get better. So they're saying, wait, we were, we were almost a 500 team last year. Guys are going to improve just naturally. They're going to improve. Then the outside pieces come together. That's where they say, wait a minute, I think we've got a pretty good ball club. And that's why there was so much excitement in that room, almost to the point where I, I thought, hey, these guys are getting their work in in spring training. And, and that was about it. It's like, hurry up and flip the switch. <laughs> we want the regular season to right. be here. You know, we, 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 you know, the heck with the spring training stuff. I mean, it's very, very important and they need to get their work in. But I just think that there was that let's go and, and type of attitude. They they want to see uh, what's going to happen for them this year. Yeah, Dan, nothing like having a hungry team. And that's a great segue into this, you know, just kind of a general season thing. And I know it's really early. Their win total at Bet Rivers was 79 and a half. And you mentioned that, you know, how can they not be better than they were last year with more pieces this year? What do you, I mean, as I know, I know it's early. So, uh, you know, there's a long way to go and there's a lot of possible things that could happen between now and later in the season. But do you think this team is good enough to be not just an 80 win team, but maybe 85, 86, 87, and possibly this year be in the wild card mix with the added wild cards. Yeah, it's it's kind of for me anyway, kind of hard to really predict because you said it. I mean, what is going to happen? Are these pitchers, you know, that we that is so important? Are, are they all going to stay healthy? You know, is is the bullpen, you know, are are they all going to stay healthy? You know, hey, Heck, are the White Sox going to stay healthy? Right. You know, Giolito's hurt, you know, and and uh, 
you know, they've had some, uh, uh, who was it? Eloy Jimenez has had some injury problems. Tim Anderson missed the first guy. I mean, who knows what's going to happen for them? So you have to sit there and just say, okay, we've mapped it out. And we've said this has to happen in order for the Tigers to kind of sniff um, a playoff spot. So I'd rather not like predict, oh, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. These kind of things have to happen you know, for it, uh, for them to do it. But I think the pieces are in place for them to be competitive all year long. Perfectly said. A couple more for you, Dan. Thanks so much for joining us here. Uh, I, I, you know, you're, as you know, beloved Detroit Tigers. Great. I just want to know what it means to you to be able to be around the team and, and be an analyst for Bally's and have the respect of these young kids. They all know who you are. They all know your peaches. They all know, you know, with the legendary, you know, years you had in winning a world series. What does that mean to you, Dan? Cause it means a lot to obviously the fans. Uh, I'll tell you what it, it is. I, I, I thank the uh, management at Bally's every time I see them just, you know, to, to be a part of this because um, it, it really takes you back to when you were playing. It, it really does. You have that, that fire again. And, and, and the one thing I've noticed with me is that, you know, the more you spend around these guys, the more you, you start, as fans, we all root for them anyway, right? We want the Tigers to do well. But now you're rooting for these guys as individuals, you know, yeah. like, gosh, darn it, you know, Casey Mize is a good guy. Man, this Javi Baez, look at him. Look at this. Look at the way he, oh, man, you know. So it's not just the ball player. It's the individual, just their personalities. And and that's what's what's fun about it, that, that you you have to remain objective and everything, but but it's so much fun covering them and, and rooting for these guys to do well. No, it's it's, it's got to be the best, I and mean, we all we love all love it as fans and and members of the media that know what you mean to us as well. Uh, but listen, you had an incredible career in your own right. You got two All Star level sons. You got a son Jeff that plays for the Canadians, and you've got your man Matt. Who later today you're gonna you've been working with Matt, obviously the coach of Orchard Saint Mary's, won two state championships. You know, what does that mean for you to have a son in the National Hockey League, a son that's a championship-level high school coach at an incredibly successful top-level high school? You get to work with him and help him out. That's got to be pretty awesome. You know you know what, Dan? And, and it goes back to that last question, you know, about, um, you know, work, working for Bally's now. Because when I got done playing, I, I had several opportunities for a number of years to get into coaching. And, and it was what I wanted to do so bad. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to, to coach in the minor leagues and hopefully one day become a major league pitching coach or whatnot, but it just was more important to me to be a, a father. And, 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 and I, and I just decided that I didn't want to go into the minor leagues and leave the boys back to kind of, you know, figure things out for themselves. And, you know, as you get a little bit older, you think about it, you're like, Oh man, you know, what would have been if I would have, you know, you know, uh, taking a minor league pitching coach job, and it would have been very rewarding for me. And then I'm quickly snapped out of it and said, Hey, you made the right decision. Look at your, your son has had a heck of a hockey career. And, you know, Matt, as you mentioned, is, is in his 11th year, I think at Orchard Lake St. Mary's with three state titles. And, uh, um, I, I don't question my decision-making whatsoever because, uh, just to see the success that they're having. And I think that's what any parent wants is just to see and, and to be around and to see their uh, their children be successful. 
It's a championship level family in many different ways, Dan. Dan, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Look forward to hopefully doing this again down the road and love the work that you do at Bally's. And you've always been super kind to me. And I've always been a hero of mine and going back to your Tigers days and, and just uh, how kind of a guy you are in life. So thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I know it was a little difficult for us putting together, but yeah, we'll do it again. And, and hopefully I'll see you around town here too. And uh, not just uh, by way of Zoom here. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much, my man. Dan Petrie, Petrie hey, joins you. us here. More to come on the Detroit City Cast right ahead. That River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Great stuff, as always, from Dan Petrie. We'll look forward to talking with him uh, as we go through this season. So big thanks to him as well. And NBA playing madness coming up tonight. We got, of course, a lot of Tigers action to get to. Uh, we got my man Keith Lingua, the uh, beat writer for the Pistons. He'll be with us on Thursday, Terry Foster will be with us on Friday. So a huge week here on the Detroit CityCast. Big thanks again to Dan Petrie for coming on and making some time in his very busy schedule. One of my all-time favorite guys. And it should be very interesting to see what's going on with this Tigers team, this young, up-and-coming Tigers team in 2022. And look forward to seeing all Dan's thoughts as he continues to do great stuff with Bally Sports as well. That's going to do it for us today. Keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, saying, have a beautiful Tuesday. I'm out.